Welcome to Tijin the Vegan Podcast, Episode 6, Heavy Metal Detox featuring Eddie Stone of Touchstone Essentials. I want to welcome a very special guest from Touchstone Essentials, Eddie Stone. Eddie, welcome to my podcast. Agent, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to uh, this discussion all week. Oh my gosh, I am so excited to get started. And my first question to you is, how did Touchstone Essentials begin? How was it born? Yeah, well, uh, you know, it's interesting. So we launched, we had a soft launch in 2012. But the truth of the matter is, I feel like it's been, or it was in sort of a, a lifetime of incubation and in the making. Um, so I'm 57 years old. And I was really first introduced from a, from a serious standpoint to health and nutrition um, after college, right? I, you know, like most people, um, when you're younger, you know, it almost doesn't matter a whole lot about what you eat and things like that, right? You're going to still stay pretty healthy and pretty fit. But, you know, you get out of school, start to work, get married, start a family, all these things, you know, you're time investment and in food and exercise and even just thinking about these things really diminishes. And so I found myself um, really headed towards being a statistic, right? My blood profiles of, of, of lipids, triglycerides, all these things were sort of out of control. I was really on the verge of being a type two diabetic, mostly from lifestyle, right? I'd gained some weight. I wasn't eating right. And so sort of confronted with these kind of things, right? I, I didn't want to become a statistic, right? I wanted to sort of reprioritize and think about these things. And then at the same time, sort of on the same sort of path, my mom, uh, who's alive and well today to sort of tell the tail end of the story, she became ill. And for us at the time, it was really mysterious, right? She went to the local doctors, then we went to the regional doctors, then we went to the universities, and her immune system was clearly compromised. She was kind of catching everything that came by, diminished appetite, loss of energy, almost like she was kind of wasting away in front of us for a couple of year period of time. And so my own anxieties about my own health and then watching my mom, you know, were sort of exacerbated. And so I'm, I'm trying to think about these things. She's trying to think about these things, you know, we're trying to figure this out. And ultimately to kind of bring the story to a conclusion, we were referred to a doctor. It's kind of a funny thing where you are and terms of sort of desperation. We referred to a doctor and told by the people that made the reference, hey, listen, this guy's kind of a quack. And instead of that being a red flag, we said, can we have the phone number? We're really desperate. And he, he wasn't a quack. What he was was focused on the role that toxins can play in health and immune system. And he was doing very aggressive forms of IV chelation. Now, in hindsight, probably too aggressive. It was probably far more risky than myself and my mom and my family thought. But within just a couple of weeks of treatment, she completely turned around. And what we discovered after the treatment and a little further investigation was she had had implants put in when she was younger and she was having an autoimmune reaction to the implants. And so the chelation therapy had a positive impact on her. And then ultimately she got the implants removed and that made a real difference. And I realize everybody has different experiences, but this was her experience. And so all of those things, you know, at my, my late twenties, uh, were making these massive impressions on me. And then I had a chance to make supplements a career. And I just found it fascinating. I find the body fascinating. I, I find what we do with food, how it's internalized, the nutrition it provides, all these kinds of things are just interesting to me. And so I've been blessed that it's become a career. And sort of one real breaking point was at some point along the way, I realized most supplements are really um, manufactured a lot like we think of fast food. There's a lot of shortcuts that are taken. And so when we think of something, for example, like vitamin C, and we all sort of take it for granted when we see a supplement with vitamin C in it, right? And it'll, it'll say on the label vitamin C and it'll be X milligrams, some percentage of the, of the recommended daily uh, allowance, that type of thing. And then parentheses, it'll say something like ascorbic acid, which is the most common form. The truth of the matter is ascorbic acid really isn't vitamin C 
by itself. It's just one part of an eight-part compound that makes up vitamin C. And so it's not an equivalency to say the C you get from broccoli or citrus fruits that we commonly think of. It, it really requires as ascorbic acid as a form for your body to upregulate it, generally break down some components of the collagen in the cell wall and other parts of the body to make a complete compound. And so, you know, it's not hard to sort of imagine now why they say you need 5,000 milligrams to get some vitamin C because it's just so inefficient. And I became concerned about that, even though I was having a successful career selling traditional supplements, really, as I looked at it, it's almost like pulling the, uh, the curtain back on Oz, right? It's not what you think. And so it really set me on a path that ultimately, along with some great people that were part of founding the company, we wanted to use whole food forms that's more bioavailable, accessible to the body, and also from an ecological standpoint, much more environmentally friendly, a lot of factors involved. And so we were able to start Touchstone in 2012. And it's sort of what you see today, which is a real dedicated and purposeful existence in using whole food forms of supplements to feed the body, provide that nutrition uh, that's bioavailable. Well, first of all, God bless your mom. Um, How's your mom doing? Now, after that whole thing happened with her, was she put on a special diet? Was she put on supplements to help her heal? And how is she doing today? Is, is she on a certain vitamin regimen? And is she taking your 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 vitamins as well? She does. She's a good mom. She definitely uh, uses the products. So, you know, in her case, and, and maybe it's just because of our level of sophistication, which at the time, you know, wasn't great, right? We were, as a, as a family, really just starting to think about food, food origins, um, sort of the quality of the micronutrients in the food, you know, depending upon how it's prepared, things like that. And so there were some supplements that were given uh, by the physician that was leading the IV chelation program, but those were mostly, in hindsight, what I know, minerals to sort of resupply what can be stripped out of the body uh, with, with IV chelation. For the most part, IV chelation, which can be really effective at, at targeted sort of issues, but its impact on the body is very broad. And so it can strip out a lot of the minerals and things, essential minerals that are critical, right, for how your immune system functions, bone density, things of this kind. And so we probably, in hindsight, were really just sort of doing the minimum there to restore what was taken out along with the other problematic things with the therapy. And then the next answer was to get the implants out. But in terms of special diet, uh, we did not get a manual like that, right? That wasn't a suggestion. That was really sort of a self-discovery as a family. And, and now my entire family is careful about how they eat and how they think about it. Over time, it evolved to uh, my mom, particularly, she's gluten-free and, and, and some of these kinds of things. And from those days today, she cannot, um, she's got to be careful about what she eats, right? Her, her immune system can't overreact uh, with just even the modest sort of getting off track with the quality of food or stresses or environmental issues, things of that kind. But she's in her uh, 70s now. She's uh, a healthy, vibrant woman and uh, really a learning experience for not just her, for all the family. So we're thankful of however our path got her there because I don't, I don't know what would have happened otherwise because we weren't finding answers. Wow. It sounds like your mom had a guardian angel for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, so I understand that you entered the supplement industry after college, but did you find interest in the holistic community before then? Were you always into health and, and taking care of the body and supplements? I did not have a particular interest really uh, – before post-college years, right? I mean, I just like anybody else, I did do some some sort of amateur efforts with triathlons and things like that when I was in college, but I I only just thought of things like carb loading, right? I, I really didn't have any sort of the dynamics or understandings. I, I think I used a multivitamin, right? So I mean, I so I was pretty far askew from how to fuel the body 
with food. And really for me, that came after my own recognition that I was on the wrong path with what I was eating, where my blood work was, you know, becoming that statistic I refer to in my mom's experience. But it was still a slow journey. I, I try to say to people all the time that have some recognition, right? Maybe they go to the doctor and they get their blood work back and the doctor says, hey, you got to change this, this, and this. You're, you're going to have a heart attack. You're going to become a diabetic. You need to lose 40 pounds, what, whatever it may be someone is told. And so they have these wake up moments. But what a lot of people do is they try to make all these changes, just like with you haven't exercised in years and you go to the gym and you're going to try to make up for 10 years of non going to the gym in one session, then you're so sore you can't do anything. Right. So people do that with food to me. They, they, they try to make these changes. They'll go to GNC and spend all this money. And then they realize, oh my God, I've got all this stuff on my counter. It's exhausting to think about it. I don't like how things are tasting. And they don't realize that humans generally don't react very well to sort of overnight cold turkey changes. A few people, maybe, but for most people, they've got to learn how to integrate something find that it brings them joy. I think it's really critical, right? If you're going to make changes, but you don't enjoy them, then you won't stick with them. So trying to find combinations that you feel good about, uh, things that you can integrate into your lifestyle, no matter what that happens to be, that's the only ones that really stick. And so even for myself, even as I'm learning these things, it was a 10, 12 year process to really get to a set of habits uh, that put me where I'm at today. I, I'm I'm leaner than I was um, probably even as a high school senior. You know, I was playing I was playing football and encouraged to overeat and lift and these kinds of things. And so I'm probably leaner today. My my blood profile numbers are probably better than they've than they've ever been at this age. But it's it's been a journey, and I try to get people to think of it that way. Right? Anything you can adopt even if it seems like it's too slow, giving yourself that patience is where it sticks. And so a year from now, you're better than you were the year before. Absolutely. I mean, that's exactly what I did. As I was transitioning into a plant-based diet, I would eliminate dairy for the first two weeks. Then, and I would replace it with a nut-based product. And then I would eliminate the chicken. And then I replaced that with um, with tofu. And it's just my taste buds grew to really enjoy healthy foods. And that's how it stuck because I didn't switch cold turkey. And you just said the something there that's really critical. I, I, I hope people can, can think about is as you change that food, your taste buds will change. So at first, maybe the smoothie isn't very satisfying in the same way um, the the buffalo dip was or whatever it happens to be. And I'm not saying the two will ever be comparable right on Super Bowl Sunday. However, the the less processed food you eat, then the better non-processed foods taste. And once you get into this cycle of eating non-processed foods, right, the, the non-ultra-processed foods, ultimately then you go back to some of that ultra-processed food and it's too salty, or it's too sugary, or it's not satisfying. And so your your body physically has created a new attraction and giving that time. Because I at at 57 with my peer group, a lot of my buddies, they're they're not of the same um commitment or knowledge that I am about food and these things. And so they they don't fully appreciate it when they might try to make changes right at first, it doesn't taste good, but if they can just give themselves time, and I watch this progress when they give themselves time and they're walking away from that ultra processed food, all of a sudden they're like, oh, this broccoli tastes great. I had no idea how flavorful it was. I actually don't need cheese on it. You know, that, that kind of uh, revelation to them, right? So they've just got to give themselves time, but how it tastes will happen as you get away from the ultra processed foods. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, when I go to indulge in something um, like a like a vegan treat or something processed, right? I'm not, you know, my mind is going in there thinking this is going to be amazing because I'm treating myself. I don't do this all the time, but I go to eat that Oreo and it's not as satisfying as I think it's going to be. And it's just crazy how now I crave healthier foods rather than the processed and the, the fast and the, the junk food. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the same way, and I I think for most people this that make this transition, 
that's the way it is. I mean, number one, maybe initially there's some satisfaction with the Oreo, but if you go ham on a bag of Oreos, right, an hour later, you don't feel good because it just doesn't digest that well. And you're, you're, you're having digestive issues with it. You're probably having a pretty incredible sugar crash from it. And it's almost like the exercise, it wasn't worth it, right? Oh, why, why did I, why did I, it, it just wasn't worth it. Or if, you know, when I was younger, if I ate at 1130 or 12 at night at the conclusion of the evening and I overate, it wasn't that big a deal. That's not, that's not true today, right? I can really tell if I'm on track, off track, how I rest, my energy levels, and I'm a, a much, I'm much more interested now about those energy levels, about quality of sleep, and those kinds of things. So I'm I'm completely with you. Once you make that transition, it's easy then to stay uh, stay away from the ultra processed foods. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk Touchstone Essentials. What is your best selling product? Oh boy, that's hard. That's hard to say. But let me give you sort of in some general ways because it it partially depends on the demographics mm-hmm. and it partially depends on what country we're talking about because we do actively ship into some 60 countries. Wow. The way the product line breaks down, we've got this approach of, of, of detox, right? And and we keep that as sort of the tip of the arrow. Um a lot of our audience, right, that's just naturally where their heads are at. They understand about toxins. But for a lot of people, that, that isn't the first thing they think about. Once they spend just a few moments, though, sort of just considering the environmental toxins and other things we face in our society, and toxins are both external and internal in this way. Clearly, environmental toxins, right, air pollution, uh, toxins found in water and food and packaging. There's some 100,000 different man-made chemicals that are utilized in consumer products ranging from the material used to dry clean your clothes all the way to what's in the packaging to the food you eat or the food you eat, right? It can range from artificial sweeteners to colors to preservatives uh, to the non-stick material put on your jeans, right? Or what, whatever it happens to be or flow agents used to manufacture foods that are made from Teflon, right? There's just all these man-made chemicals that 99.9% of have really never been studied um, either on animals or humans, right? There's really no research there and certainly no real research long-term. We tend to recognize their bad, such as say DDT, uh, which was a pesticide used in the 70s it wasn't until later on where they saw farm workers and people involved directly in the use of DDT, they began to do some research and realize, hey, anybody consuming that's more vulnerable to cancer, cardiovascular disease, all these things. And then eventually, same type of thing happens with Teflon. I mean, so these, these things kind of cycle through, but we don't know until we see these negative impacts, right? So we're, I could argue that we put the cart before the horse all the time on this kind of research, but just sort of setting that aside. but. Today, there's also this issue of internal toxins. We live in a go-go modern world, right? Um, and it's, it's by choice, but man, we're on the move. And we want everything to be convenient. And we can literally stand in front of the microwave and, and be anxious because it's not moving fast enough, right? I mean, the microwave doesn't move fast enough, right? It's, it's our society. I, we do business in Japan and Last time I was there, I just, you know, I just recall in the bottom of the building that I was staying in, going to the, there was a convenience store there and going inside that convenience store and 80% of the shelf space was dedicated to uh, pre-prepared, ready to go meals because people basically come out of the building and before they go to the train, which may be an hour to an hour and a half ride outside of the city, it's already 6.30 or 7 o'clock, they're buying a pre-prepared meal to eat on the train uh, because it's just going to be so late when they get home, right? And this is just happens all over, right? That's why 95% of the calories uh, estimated to be consumed in the United States are coming from ultra-processed foods, i.e. things like pre-prepared meals. Well, that lifestyle also creates stresses. And so stress, the chemical and hormonal reactions in your body from stresses creates its own types of pollutants for the body. So detox is this subject that we believe is 
critical for people to think about if if the end goal is to uh, have as vibrant a life as possible, right? To live to your own personal potential, feel as good as you can, enjoy as much wellness as you can. We're all on an individual journey, but this kind of thing. And so that's why we have on our blog things that talk about breathing exercises or yoga or things like that that help to help mitigate stress. But we have our natural detoxifiers. And so as a whole, if I had to say what's most popular, it's detoxification. You know, our zeolite product line, particularly our Pure Body Extra, it's simple to use right, provides a systemic, ongoing uh, way to detox. That's number one. But if I get the superfood category, which is number two, right? Detox than superfoods. You know, for us, our super green juice, incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. I think that's partly because people, even people that don't have your type of health habits or mine, they recognize ideas like juicing are good, yeah. but they think about... uh prep, cost, going and buying, having the juicing machine, taking the time to do that. None of those things kind of fit with this dynamic of the go-go modern lifestyle. And so if a person's looking for a means to uh, juice without having to know the recipe, without having to go out there and buy the 44 different organic fruits and vegetables, right? That is a great product. And so in that category, I think that's the category leader. That being said, We've got a product called Super Greens Plus D uh, with 2,000 IUs of, of, of vitamin D from a whole food source, mushroom source, that in Europe, we can't hardly keep it supplied enough, right? Any, any place that doesn't have the full sunshine all the time, right, it's, it's really popular. And then the balance category for us, so it's detox, build, and balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, the CBD product line, that's really just exploded. I won't say that it has quite the same audience as the other two, but it's coming because the one thing people now realize is it isn't just that CBD can be used to help with stress or help someone uh, enjoy better quality of sleep. And for anybody out there that's having trouble sleeping, try our calm line before you go to bed. I mean, it's, 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 it can be an absolute game changer for most people about 15 minutes later Uh, They can really feel the difference. It won't knock them out, say, like a narcotic. It just sort of takes the mind out of gear. That's the way I describe it to people, right? So that you get just a little little more ease of mind when you're trying to go to sleep. But that's also popular because CBD isn't just those things of sleep and stress. It helps to balance the central nervous system, the digestive system, the muscular system. The endocannabinoid system is this governing communication body or system in our our bodies. And so CBD helps to bring balance there, almost like you think of when you're trying to reach homeostasis, right? That's what CBD is working for. So very complementary to the superfoods, very complementary to what's happening with the, the detox. And so if I have to give it a ranking, the, the Pure Body Extra is probably number one, the super green juice, but in all, they all sell well because of their complementary uh, nature. You know, every product I've tried from you guys has worked for me so well. And I started taking your Pure Body Extra, your zeolite drops four years ago. And I would blog about it. And I still take it to this day because it just works so well. And you see a difference. I mean, I see a difference in my skin, my my stomach, the way I perform. And your CBD oil, your hemp oil is life-changing for me. I have anxiety disorder and I notice a huge difference when I don't take it. And when I do take it, I feel like, I feel like I can breathe, like I can actually go throughout the day feeling like me and not just a nervous wreck version of me. So I want to personally thank you for creating a beautiful line. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you for saying that. I It, it can be because anxiety, it isn't just the physical manifestations of making you anxious and how you approach your day and, and how almost blurry it can make the day, right? And, and your ability to to digest the day or own the day or, or have the day, you know, kind of support this, this life you're trying to build, it wreaks havoc inside the body too, in your body chemistry. And so having that balance, right, it isn't just that it's physically good for you. It's like a good night's sleep. It's mentally good for you. So I'm happy to hear that. Thank you. So I do want to go into your Pure Body Extra Zeolite Spray, and I want to talk about heavy metals and what exactly are they? Because I feel like the audience needs to um, needs a better understanding. Yeah. So so there's 
there's a long list, but let's talk about some of the primary things we think about. Uh, cadmium, lead, mercury, um, hexavalent uh, chromium, right? Those are pretty, pretty common and probably the majority of your listeners, right? If we talk about lead, right, they already understand uh, that lead is problematic, right? What they don't sort of realize is that basically heavy metals are disruptive to the normal function of your body. So that can be the central nervous system. Uh, that can be how the immune system works. Or we even know that lead particularly, and there are other heavy metals that this is also true of, but, but lead is the one we sort of know the most about, can actually reduce your IQ. It, it's so disruptive in the function in your brain and, and the nerve endings and the synapses and how these things are tied together that we can look at individuals uh, old test scores before, say, a significant lead exposure, after lead exposure, and they're just not as smart, right? There's no question about that. And we know that children with chronic lead exposure, which is very much common in the United States, much more so than we wish, you know, to, to admit that it is, right? They're behind on everything from reading, writing, verbal skills, even emotional skills. There's some research that ties inner city crime in the 60s and 70s to the amount of lead-based gasoline being burned because of the inability to have impulse control. So one of the things people don't think about is it's, it's oftentimes academically referred to as executive function, but it's basically your ability to control yourself, your impulses, your outburst, your self-management, how you're disciplined. And so there's some research to suggest in places where there was concentrations of exhaust emissions with lead prior to, you know, having lead-free gasoline that quite literally crime went up for all age groups and categories, okay. right? So there's, there's, there's a lot there to unpack and, and no way for us to fully do this here. But so we know things like cadmium, cadmium, not only from exhaust emissions of cars, but even secondhand cigarette smoke. And of course, direct cigarette smoke, right, is also a factor where people are exposed to cadmium. Aluminum, um, aluminum, unfortunately, is a, a big part of manufacturing. It's a big part of, you know, sort of what we're exposed to. We know that some antiperspirants, sort of the all-star ingredient is aluminum, right? And the skin will absorb aluminum, particularly at those uh, nano size levels, which is what you find it as a particulate ingredient in these kinds of things. A chromium, um, most everybody here has probably heard of Aaron Brockovich, yeah. right? Where chromium uh, wound up in the water supply where that movie was based on. Here in North Carolina, where I live, uh, we have a problem now uh, with hexavalent chromium and other things from Comoros, which is a chemical manufacturing facility in the eastern part of North Carolina, which is an offshoot of DuPont, which is where Dark Water, the Mark Ruffalo movie came from, where Teflon was poisoning the people in Parkersburg, West Virginia. That was just where it was concentrated in terms of its, um, uh, how it was uh, poisoning people. Globally, there's no one's blood we can test. I don't care if it's the most, most remote tribe in the Amazon that's mm -hmm. not going to have a CA, a compound found in um, Teflon, which is a forever chemical, a PFOS, because it gets into the groundwater supply, into the air, into the rainfall, right? And so all of these things can be disruptive to your endocrine system. So there's a lot to be said for the challenges with type 2 diabetes in our country from lack of exercise, ultra-processed food, but there's also real uh, reasons to believe that the disruption of the endocrine system from uh, chemicals is also playing a role, right? And so heavy metals and volatile, volatile organics, other environmental pollutions, they're just, they're just out there. Now, mm -hmm. fortunately for a lot of our population, your body manages it pretty well. You don't show acute symptoms uh, such as acne, behavioral issues, some people believe it helped, it uh, contributes to challenges with childhood development and kids that are on the spectrum. So there's all kind of range of discussion and research that's out there. But, you know, what I tell people is you probably don't have to know the biochemistry of it to recognize that the less exposure you can have to pollutants, the better, whether it's what you're breathing or what you're drinking or what's in your food supply. 
And what we believe is that it's important for people to consider to, to support how the body manages environmental pollutants. You're, we're, we're blessed in that our bodies are genius, right? I mean, I'm sort of in all the function of the body every day. We have systems, kidney, lymph nodes, other ways that our body works to manage our exposure to toxins, but not really the kind of body burden we face in the modern world, right? That's, that's this, where this overload comes from. But for some people, that body burden takes time to develop. But you know what? All of a sudden, you're in your 40s. You clearly don't feel as spry as you did in your 30s or your 20s. You attribute some of it to aging, but how much of that aging has been accelerated from these environmental pollutants, the quality of food, and the lifestyle, right? You've got systems to deal with these things, but what are you doing to support it? So that's why on the blog, right, we talk about how green is your diet, right? You know, how how many deep green colored uh, fruits and vegetables are you consuming? Because we know those things like Corella can support the body's native systems in managing toxicity, but at the same time, we believe you got to be more sophisticated than that. So that's where something like Pure Body Extra comes into play. So for those that don't know what that product is, it's a product based upon a, a naturally mined zeolite called clinoptilolite. For those that don't know zeolites, it's just a, it's a natural mineral. Uh, it forms when uh, volcanic ash or active volcanic lava collides with Playa Lake or salt water. These crystals grow. We've known about these things for hundreds of years. We can go back to clay eating societies to sort of understand some of the origins. But what's neat about it is that zeolite has a native negative charge. And so, okay, what's the big deal about that? Well, turns out things like cadmium, lead, mercury, they have a positive charge. And so in your body, quite literally, it's like the north end and the south end of a magnet. When they get near one another, they snap together. It binds. And so the zeolite will bind with these heavy metals, even at the cellular level, we have a nano-sized product, so at the cellular level, this will bind, and your body has no natural receptor sites for zeolites. It's not an essential mineral, so it won't stay in the body. So it's just this incredibly convenient way to detox because when you consume it, just assuming normal renal function, it's processing out of the body in a four to six hour period of time. And so one of the things that means is for some people that are having acute challenges because of a sort of a body burden, a toxic overload, they'll, they'll tell us within a matter of days, they're feeling a little more energetic, right? A little more, a little more mental concentration. I don't know that the term brain fog is a medical term, but you know, people say my brain fog's gone, right? So they're just looking for ways to be uh, descriptive. And so the Pure Body Extra basically supports the body's natural function of managing toxicity and getting rid of that waste. And, and odorless, tasteless, simple to use, I, I know that plays a role in its popularity. Absolutely. And I noticed that people are um, more sensitive to taste and texture. So this product, the Pure Body Extra, the Zeolite Spray, it absolutely has zero taste. And I noticed a difference in my whole well-being. My, my bloat in my stomach is gone. My digestion is better. My skin is much clearer. It's overall a fantastic product that you see results right away with. Yeah. And, and that's, to me, that's, some of this is logical, right? You eat antioxidants, uh, fresh fruits and vegetables, so you just understand, right? They, they help with uh, free radical damage to the body, things like that, right? So there's a logic involved. But man, the way the pure body works for a lot of people, it's how they feel. That motivation is, man, I, I feel better today than I did yesterday from using this, right? And that's really, to me, just like a good diet, right? If I feel better today eating right than I did yesterday, that's where that internal motivation comes from to stay with a new health, health regime. Now, can everyone take zeolite? Is it recommended for all ages? Yeah, so there, there are no contraindications in the literature really on a global level. So I, I would really pride ourselves, and I don't, I don't mean this to sound like a lot of hyperbole, but I believe we're the global leader in zeolite, sort of if you just look at our footprint and, and, and what we do. So we are really involved looking at the literature, understanding the marketplace, and there's just no contraindications in the research that's out there. The FDA gives naturally mined clinoptilite, right? So what you get out of the ground, and we get ours from a very pristine source, 
We then prep it, verify third-party testing, its cleanliness and uh, ability to, to be effective. It gives it grass status, which is their highest sort of status for, it stands for generally recognized as safe, but that just means we know a lot about it and we know how it interacts in the body. So with grass status, no contraindications, you know, we've, we, we provide the uh, requisite warnings for people that if you have medical conditions or other things, you're pregnant, talk to your doctor, make sure you know what you're doing, but there's really no reason why anybody can't use the product. And so we, we have about every age group you can think of and every category of person that use it and use it successfully. And so what, that's one of the reasons we like it. It is just so easily used and accessible uh, no matter where you're coming from. And so it's, uh, it can be supportive to anyone. Oh, that's great to hear that everyone can take this product. So I was reading your blog and I saw that you give out tips for ways in helping boosting the immune system during the winter months. But is there anything during this summer that we can do to help prepare us for the fall and to help keep our immune system up? Absolutely. So one of the things I tell people, um, number one, I, I, I love it when the weather's nice, right? And no matter where you're at the world over, anything anybody can do to get out of the house, particularly after the past 16, 18 months we've had, right? Get get out of the house, get some fresh air, try to find some sunshine because that uh, clean air, get to a park, get to the countryside, you know, whatever it takes, right? That's going to be good for you and good for your immune system. I realize we have to be conscious about uh, too much exposure to the sun, right? I think we can all sort of navigate those waters, but getting out, breathing deeply, right? I don't care if you, you don't know how to do a yogi practice on breathing, right? That's okay. Just deep breaths outside in clean air, do remarkable things for your body and to support your immune system. And for those that are fighting things like allergies, right? Paying attention to the amount of locally grown fresh fruits and vegetables that you can get a hold of will help you manage your area-based allergies, right? Even things like locally harvested honey can have an impact in how your body manages and deals with with allergies. So I, I, I love that. I mean, when we get trapped in the winter, seasons and we're just only indoors and it's only indoor recycled air and hopefully people are using some type of filtration system in their home and so the immune system should respond and be responsive during the summer but we have a product called uh, super greens plus d i mentioned it earlier one of the things to keep in mind is getting an adequate amount of vitamin d and for most people you're just not going to get enough from the sun either because uh, your skin is older, right? After probably about 25, say 28 years old, most people's skin just doesn't respond to the sun with its production of vitamin D as it did when they were earlier. And so then you'd be conscious of the kinds of foods they eat and the amount of D they can get from the food. So deep green leafy vegetables, uh, if you consider D and E as sort of a target set of ingredients, you can generally find those in raw uh, nuts, right, coming from a, a, a good source. And so all of those are things that, particularly during the summer, will help to build up that immune system, better preparing you for the fall and the winter and the exposures uh, that will come. And exercise, an incredibly powerful tool, vigorous walks or even more aggressive things like lifting weights or other types of workouts uh, will help you build your immune system because anything you do, let's say, Let's say you mess around with weights. I, I lift a few weights. I don't lift weights like a college student, right? I've, I've, I've got my, my, my dad weightlifting I do, but anything you do to put pressure on your bones, men or women, helps in the production of white blood cells and the immune system your body creates. And so the body responds to outdoor exercise, um, lifting things, uh, assuming you have the health to do that. Uh, by developing more robust immune system. So it, it responds to the pressure, uh, even no matter how mild it is to think like exercise. So when I tell people in the summer, make sure you're getting your, your fruits and vegetables. And if you're not getting them yourself, then that you're supplementing with something like a, our Super Greens Plus D or our Super Green Juice. And then your toxic exposure doesn't go away. We really believe that's a year round thing to think about the zeolites. and uh, Or if you found an equivalency, something to just help you uh, better manage 
toxins. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, that's so interesting. But I do want to delve into your vitamin D and vitamin D in general. So I didn't know that most supplements are sourced from the eradicated lamb's wool and it's missing all of the cofactor nutrients needed. But yours comes from mushrooms, right? That's correct. Yeah, so it's it's interesting when you study D and for most people the first time their doctor identifies they need D, they'll say something like, I'm going to give you these tablets. They're pretty good size. They've got 5,000 IUs of, or 5,000, maybe 50,000 I've seen IUs of D. And so it's kind of shocking to people, both what those supplements look like in, in, in the, uh, in the volume. Um, And then what they don't realize, it's just like our discussion of vitamin D. It's just coming from a very inefficient source. And so what they do is they take uh, lamb's wool and they scrape it. They chemically scrape it. And the remaining fatty materials referred to as cholesterol. It's not like cholesterol in the body. That's just sort of the title it has from a, from a, a industry uh, standpoint. And they irradiate it. And that creates the chemical mirror of what we think of with, with vitamin D that's native to the body. However, biologically, it's not live. Right? There's no source of life in, in that mirror image, right? That's the problem with these isolates or man-made, to take, for example, almost all commercially available everyday B vitamins are created from uh, petrochemical, petrochemical uh, byproducts. And so uh, while they are able to say that it's vitamin D or whatever, and it's not, not what we think of when we think of what maybe comes from food or what your body manufactures, particularly when you're younger, when exposed to the sun. And so what we have found through our research and working with some really great suppliers is that if you take an agaricus mushroom, you know, the, the, the right species of mushroom, we, we get organic agaricus mushrooms that are grown in an organic straw medium mm-hmm. um, in a, a very pristine environment and basically a cave. And so when those things grow, when you pull them out, if you just flip them and you give that backside, the gills, the bottom side sun, 15, 20 minutes, they will produce D in the same way your skin will. Wow. And so handled properly, it's a tremendous source of vitamin D. And so when someone buys our Super Greens Plus D and they're using a serving, which is three capsules, they're getting 2,000 IUs of vitamin D, which is a very healthy dose. And it's highly uh, biologically available because it's not just that it's got the D, right? We didn't isolate it. It's all those other micronutrients, minerals, including the beta-glucans, which are good for your immune system, that were natively found in that mushroom. So that's that's how we try to approach these things is, for example, our vitamin C is coming from acerola cherries. Acerola cherries, organic acerola cherries are probably as much as about 25% vitamin C in content. And it's all those other cofactors that you mentioned. That's the really key word there is the cofactors that aid with absorption. And so that same thing for the vitamin D. And so when, when people use it, um, they're quite shocked at all of a sudden their numbers look good in blood work and they feel better and they can, they can see a difference. It's just, it's just moving away from that chemical representation that's highly inefficient uh, to something from a food source that uh, we easily understand your body knows or your body natively knows how to use. You know, I really appreciate how much you, how much technology you put into your brand and the research and the third party testing that you conduct. And it just goes to show you that, not all companies are the same when it comes to this and you have to be careful where you buy your vitamins and supplements and you know because they're not always sourced from the best places well well thank you i'll, I'll tell folks a, a, a few things don't be fooled by the price you okay. know you you can be somewhere and 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 see something let's say it's $200 for a month supply and your packaging's incredible and there's a lot of really terrific marketing spin right? That's sort of mesmerizing and things are going to change overnight if you use this particular thing. If you turn it around and look in the ingredient label, oftentimes it compares to a $20 supplement, right? Found at Walmart. And they're probably sourced out of the same factories in Southeast Asia, right? It's just 
separating, and it's difficult to do. I mean, I do this every day, so I understand the dilemma. It's difficult to often separate the hype and the marketing from what's real. And so I tell people, look at the label. Do you recognize any of the names? Does anything say broccoli? Does it say blueberry? Does it say raspberry? Does it say apple? Can you recognize something there that's common sense to you? And what's the chances that as our bodies evolved, that your body recognizes it, right? You, you know your body sort of knows what to do with that apple, right? Or pectin, which comes from an apple. But what does it know how to do with some of these other ingredients that are man-made and, and those chemical names are really, um, that's the most friendly name they could find to put on the label, right? So we tell people, just take a moment and just glance at the label. Can you recognize anything in there at all? And if you can't, I think you should be suspicious, right? Because the chances of your body recognizing aren't too good. And then another exercise that's that for most people's darn near frightening is to compare the label of that multivitamin to the label of a bag of chips or Doritos or something like that. And mm-hmm. how many common ingredients that are just chemical names are found there. None of that are, are really ingredients that your body's going to be able to recognize and utilize in any sort of efficient way. And so when you buy supplements, just look at the label. If for nothing else, see, do I recognize anything at all? And if you don't, I would tell you to put it down and find something where you can see some ingredient you can properly pronounce and know what the heck it is. It's so true, Eddie. Now, I was reading that you guys have donated over $25,000 to the World Central Kitchen. Could you please tell us more about the World Central Kitchen? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm really proud of that organization. So for those that know the name Jose Andreas, which is a, a popular chef, but he's really much more than that. Um, his humanitarian interests are far greater than what he's ever done in terms of fine restaurants and and foods. He's just a guy that cares. And World Central Kitchen is hyper-focused on food insecurity, either from, say, a natural disaster or a man-made disaster slash crisis where people in the moment don't have food and they need food of some kind. And the higher the quality of that food, probably the better, all the way to trying to think about what's happening in food deserts either in very rural areas in our country where they don't really have access to good grocery stores all the way to urban areas where the same dynamic exists. It's a denser population, but same problem, right? They don't have access to good food. They may have access to a convenience store with ultra processed foods, but not quality foods like fruits and vegetables that, that people can utilize. And so his organization, uh, I think they serve now, I'm, I'm going to be close here, but if I'm off a little bit, don't don't hold me to it. But I think they served 52 million meals last year. So one aspect was to recognize as the crisis from the pandemic in the early days where people were sort of like things just shut down completely, right? And people were ill-prepared financially and otherwise. And so I don't know if you remember some of those food lines um, I remember uh, outside the football stadium in, in Houston, I can't remember the name of the football stadium, but you know, 15,000 cars, right? We, we might think of that in a third world country. And yeah. here it is in this, in this modern country where we, we shouldn't be facing that. It was all over the country. Feed America had the greatest demand on its food supply ever. So World Central Kitchen went out and started playing a role in providing meals. And so 50 some million meals last year, but also as hurricanes hit in El Salvador and Honduras and Guatemala this past year. And here's something that they do different, which is important to me. So, and I'll, I'll give you two parallels here. Early on in building and developing the company, we made a decision when it all possible, and I can say that this is true for probably 95% of our ingredients, we use USDA organic. There's several reasons why. I mean, one is that should be quite obvious that those are cleaner ingredients, right? Less synthetic pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, all those kinds of things. Um, they should be more nutritious, right? But it also means that those communities where those things are being grown, those synthetic herbicides, petroleum-based pesticides are not being put on the crops and the soils. And so the farm workers, the people who live in that community, aren't handling, touching, and breathing. It's not in the local water supply. It's not sipping over to the ball fields the kids play on at the local elementary school. It's, it's helping to remove those 
millions of pounds of metric tons of toxins from that community. Now, it, it isn't as wide as we want it to be, right? Our, 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 the depth of our reach isn't as wide as we once did, but it's enough now that in most parts of the country, you can buy packaged goods at the grocery store uh, that are certified organic and only spend a premium of 1% to 2% more, right? Which is nothing, right? That's just absolutely nothing um, for most people's food budgets, right? So, so that's a reason why we do USDA Organic is that impact on that community level. World Central Kitchen, very similar in that it isn't just that they fly in food. That's really not what they do. They network with local chefs and communities and pay them a living wage to prepare meals to serve folks that are starving. And so it creates jobs in that community. It helps to robustly build back the food supply and provide to those service workers a living wage so that they can get themselves back on their feet on their own so that when the crisis is over and World Central Kitchen's no longer in that community, that community is left with a food network, restaurants, farms, and suppliers that are already developed. It doesn't have to start over. So somebody didn't just plop in the food and ignore the local ecosystem, which needs to rebound. It went in and helped the local ecosystem rebound so that outside of World Central Kitchen being there, they're still able to feed themselves. That holistic approach to the crisis is what drew us in. And we'll continue that partnership this year and we'll be more robust in our donations and what we ask our uh, customers Mm -hmm. and our affiliates to do in terms of helping us because it's a very important way to address not only food insecurity in a moment, but develop a food system that continues to serve far-reaching and local communities, right? So that's part of our motivation for being involved in what I think is one of the more special organizations in the country. Eddie, what a wonderful organization to pair with. And I want to thank you for going into depth about the organization. Now, could you tell us about anything that's coming out in the future with Touchstone that we could look forward to? You can. I'm not going to give you specifics. Um, That wouldn't be fair uh, to everybody, but I'll, I'll tell you a few things. One is we're continuing to develop what we offer in the CBD line. There are uh, other ways to serve people and get specific in, in what their interests are and needs are, right? So we work hard to identify, you know, areas where the population needs a little, a little specific support, right, with targeted formulations. And so that's coming. In the superfoods category, uh, there are certain superfoods that can support the detoxification process and at the same time help with weight control. Now, I say it that way because I'm not a person that supports this notion of fad diets or crash diets or one month before your high school reunion trying to make up a 70-pound difference, right? All these types of things. Somebody tells me they lost 25 pounds in a month. Um, Two months from now, they're going to be up 35 pounds. That's just how this thing works, right? But there's some things we can do with superfood to to support healthy weight, and we're going to do that before the year is over. We're going to expand the CBD line before the year is over. And then uh, finally, we've got some additional things we can do to support the detoxification process. So we're going to enhance the product line aggressively in the fourth quarter of this year. Um, Because of COVID and the pandemic, that all is about a six-month delay from where we wanted it to be. We would have normally had it be a part of the first quarter of this year. Uh, But supply chains have been challenged in ways I've never seen and so we'll make up the gap with quite a few releases in the uh, uh, last part of this year. And we're excited about it. We know for a lot of people, it'll be real game changers in terms of their health. And, and that's what makes us feel good. These testimonials we get that people send in or put on the public notifications, um, at, you know, that's, that's the motivation, right? Making a difference in somebody's life. Yeah. And I feel like you guys have always been innovators when it comes to your products and would you ever be interested in creating a skincare line? Now, I know you have body care, but would you ever consider topical products? Yeah, we, so we, we do look at skincare. Now, we, when we look at it, we think of it less about uh, moisturizers and tension products and things like that. Those are all great, right? 
but we don't want to veer into the cosmetic side of it, right? When we think of skin, we think of the largest organ in the body. Mm-hmm. And so what can we do to improve the health of the skin, which should result in a natural glow and clarity? I mean, one of the things that when people begin to detox that they notice is a certain clarity to their skin they didn't have before and give them more of a glow than any cosmetic ever would, right? Yeah. And so we've, we've got some ideas and refinements for some topicals that we're uh, hoping to get to the marketplace sooner rather than later using our plans of whole foods and CBD products because we know there's topicals to deliver nutrients to the skin that can make in a difference in, in both the appearance and the health of the skin. So that's the way we will approach that. We've got our topical now, our, our Soothe, which is a terrific bomb, but a lot of people are looking for different applications in that regard. So we, are, we hear you, and, and it's an area we're interested in. You know, I've worked in the beauty industry for over 10 years, and in skincare, products are so misleading. I mean, we talked about absorbic acid in vitamin C supplements, but that ingredient is also found in skincare products, which is a really cheap cheap form, GMO version of vitamin C. And if anything, it's actually more harmful to the skin and causes breakouts. So this is why I had mentioned you, you guys go on for skincare, for topical skincare, because the amount of technology and research you put into your products and how effective they are, I feel like you would do so much success in that world. Well, thank you. And, and, and that's our intention, right? That's our intention um, because we know um, giving, if, if you give people the tools, right, they'll, they'll use them. And so Cosmetics, right, which play a role. I'm not trying to be negative in that, but cosmetic really means to cover things up. Yeah. Right? But we can do things from the inside out, but also from the outside in that are not covering up, but just enhancing the native quality and beauty of skin. A a healthy person generally has beautiful skin. They need less cosmetics. They probably feel better emotionally when they look in the mirror, right? Because they're, they're fire burning inside, right? They feel good about what they're doing. They feel good about their lifestyle. They see that reflection in the, in the mirror that sort of confirms that, right? So we understand that and that's important for us too. So that's a space we'll be in. I mean, when I was first diagnosed with Crohn's disease, all the signs were there prior. Um, my digestion was awful. I was constantly bloated I had cystic acne all over my face and I was probably 20 pounds heavier as well. And when I switched immediately to a right diet for me and the right vitamins and supplements, everything changed instantly. You know, a a little to just build on that. I mean, one of the things people don't think about is probably 50 plus percent for most people. And remembering we're all a little different biologically, mm. but about 50% for most people of the serotonin they produce, right? That's where your, your good mood comes from is produced in the gut. An unhealthy gut doesn't produce as much. So an unhealthy diet and unhealthy gut affects your mood negatively. You're probably attracted to unhealthy foods, right? It's, just, it's a vicious cycle. That's a, it's a downward cycle and breaking it. I mean, I, I'm by no means am I underestimating the challenge of just trying to break that cycle. But you clean that diet up, your gut gets more healthy, you produce, you produce more serotonin, you're in a better mood, just as it can spiral down, it can spiral up as well, right? And that's what you've done, right? You found those answers and you're, you're glowing. Thank you. I mean, it was 10 years in the making and learning to make this a lifestyle and ritual, but it's well worth it. And I enjoy doing it every single day and, in, and inspiring others to do so. Yeah, that's good. It's a great place to be. Congratulations. Okay, so where can the listeners purchase Touchstone Essential products? For those that are that are watching, I want you to reach out to Tegan directly, and she's going to be able to provide for those of you that are first time customers, right? You've never encountered us before. She can provide you a fifty dollars off opening coupon, and that way you can use that to try our products. And that coupon still comes with a money back guarantee. So even if you have a discounted purchase and you're unhappy, uh, we're happy to take your, your return. We want satisfied customers, you know, 100%. 
And so that's something we thought we would do for you and your audiences for these initial folks that watch this and, and reach out to you. We'd like you to give them a coupon and, and get them to try the products. We're, we're confident they're going to be they're going to be happy. Thank you so much, Eddie, for coming on the show. It was a pleasure. And to everyone out there listening, check out the link down below to purchase and look at some of the products we've mentioned today at touchstoneessentials.com.